0: Take Eating Back, Take Eating Back, that's the podcast you're listening. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode we have back in studio, back for a second time, unprecedented on the Take Eating Back podcast, my man, Marcus Watts, and this time we're going to dive deeper than just discussing nutrition. He was on a few weeks ago, and everyone loved what he had to say about being plant-based. My man Marcus, almost 7 feet tall, 240 pounds, living, thriving on a plant-based diet. They say it couldn't be done. Well, let me tell you, Marcus is doing it, and he's doing it well. But beyond that, Marcus is a great person. And when I first moved to Florida, got hooked up with Marcus, we had so much in common. Like I said, we're brothers from another mother. Don't let the looks deceive you. Whether it's trying to be more productive, whether it's trying to be happier, healthier, more loving people, Marcus and I are often on the same exact wavelength. And in this episode, we dive into many great things, things Marcus and I always talk about, whether it's What's the latest book we're reading? What's the best app to use or things about overcoming adversity and how to put on a happy face even when it's not so easy. If you're interested in those things, this is an episode for you. You're going to want to stay tuned and it's really incredible to have someone like Marcus on because he he lives it, he breathes it, he leads by example. It's a pleasure to know him, and it's an honor to consider him and have him as a friend. I'm really excited to share some of this stuff with you, and I think you're going to enjoy it. If you've enjoyed what we've done in the past with nutrition, we've had Austin Maliolo on, we've had Marcus on, I've had some great guests on, well, we're moving in a different direction on this episode. And if you like it, hit me up. Let me know what you think. I'm always, always listening to what you guys say Hit me up at my email. It's JasonAckerman36 at gmail.com. I love to hear from you. If you have questions on anything in our episodes or anything about flexible eating or nutrition, I would love to address it. Check me out on all forms of social media from Facebook to the Flexible Eating Nation to Instagram at JasonAckerman78. You guys know how to get in touch with me. Do not hesitate. I do this because I love it, and it's a true honor to have you guys listening. I couldn't be here recording the podcast on a weekly basis without all of you. Without further ado, I want to get to this. I'm excited. It's a great episode, a great interview. My man, Marcus Watts, back on the podcast, back on Take Eating Back. Before we get to the interview, I couldn't be recording this podcast without my number one sponsor, REMFIT. You guys know I believe in the three tiers of fitness, training, nutrition, and recovery. My partner, REMFIT, is all about recovery. If you care about your training as much as I do, you're going to want to check them out. REMFIT.com, whether it's sheets, a bed, a pillow, anything, they are the leading brand in sleep recovery. Check them out. Remfit.com. R-E-M-F-I-T.com. Use the code Ackerman15. That's A-C-K-E-R-M-A-N-15 for 15% off your entire order. All right. Marcus Watts was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Great feedback. That time he was talking about being plant-based and so many people reached out to me commented to marcus and i've made my best efforts so far and marcus has sent me some cool stuff but the reason we're on this time is we're taking this in a different direction marcus is one of the most successful productive hard-working hustling grinding people i know and i want to have some people on the Show on take eating back like Marcus, because a lot of people are listening not just for nutrition advice and not just to learn more about how to eat differently, but how to live a more successful, productive, and ultimately happy life. So welcome back, Marcus. Hey,
1: thank you so much for having me. And again, man, thank you for the uh, you know for the kind words. It's uh, definitely uh, mutual. You know, I feel the same way about you and um. You know, really find
0: what you do and, you know, the show motivating as well. So thank you for having me again. Well, I appreciate it. Let's, let's dive into this. And and, uh, he, and here's know. something. You know, Marcus and I have talked, and he doesn't hide this. You know, you've had some struggles. You've had some ups and downs in life, not just athletically, but personally, emotionally. We all have. But yeah, yeah. I want to know, maybe, you know, th- we don't have to limit whether it's 2, 3, or 10, what are your tips? You know, someone's having a bad period of time, and it could be a day, it could be a week, or it could be a year. How have you gotten through periods like that? What advice would you give to those listening?
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and to just kind of give a, a, a little bit of reflection on that, you know, some of those tough times you're talking about, um, you know, include, you know, not eating for multiple spurts of, you know, three to four days, you know, uh, losing my car, not having a vehicle for about two years. Um, and, and pretty much just, you know, from the time I set out on this road of being, op- of being an entrepreneur, just pretty much just being like, you know, literally dead broke, you know. Um, but, you know, I think that a huge turning point for me was when I started to seek out more like-minded people who like had decided like enough was enough. And they were out looking for other people who had skill sets that they didn't have. So it, it kind of goes to that law of um, 33%. Um, a great program that I, that, that I took was one of Ty Lopez's programs called the 67 Steps. And in that program, one of, the, one of the steps is the law of 33% is surrounding yourself for 33% of your day, spending 33% of your day with a person or people who are in a position that you want to be, whether it looks attainable or not. But people that are doing things that you want to accomplish, whether it's financial stuff and fitness and education and business, whatever it is. You can't be around people um, most of your day that are in the same position as you or you're the smartest person in the room. You need to get uncomfortable, you know, which is another reason you know that I've, I've recently taken up jiu-jitsu, and it's for that reason. It's like I need to be the novice in the room. So I think that seeking out more people that are like-minded, more people that want to accomplish more, and then surrounding yourself with people who are head and shoulders above of where you are um, on a more consistent basis, if possible, you know, at least 33% of of every day that you're awake.
0: So I love that. And I do love that you started jujitsu, by the way, and you got to get down to fight sports with... Me and Dario. I won't
1: make it out. I promise.
0: You you know those long limbs are not going to benefit you on the mats. But no, no, not at all. (laughs) So so tell me this. You 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 did that. Give me some examples. Where where did you implement that? And then also give a shout out to that program. I know you've told it to me before, but remind me what it is again. The sixty seven steps with who? Yeah, it's it's
1: Ty Lopez, and um, there are a lot of people that like. You know, you're going to have a perception of people based on what you see and the story that you tell yourself is going to be the story that you tell yourself. I will say that I've done his programs, and everyone that I know that I've done his programs, and I don't get paid for this, have seen a drastic change in their life um, in, in a positive manner. So it's, it's it's tylopez.com, I believe it's 67steps.com. But it's the 67-step program. It's 67 separate lessons um each lesson comes with like you have to do a journal entry online and in a binder which again is some more stuff that kind of really started helping me to go in the right direction which was writing things down you know really taking accountability for what these ideas that i have on my head putting them on the internet in this open forum where i have to expose myself and then putting them in this binder it's 67 steps if you can do it in 67 days that's great if not you just do it at your own pace but it was it was it's based off of a psychology report that it takes 67 days of developing these habits for them to become something that's going to be a substantial change
0: in your life. Awesome. And now give me an example. Like you said, 33%. Where Where, is just one example where you did this and saw a noticeable change in your life?
1: Yeah, so immediately, actually what, what, what got me onto the 67 steps was I was already, you know, a lot of the stuff that I found in the 67 steps, I mean, it just opened up my mind. But and a ton of the books that I was reading. But I also found out that I was on the right path. You know what I mean? So before I got onto the 67 steps, I joined a group of myself and some other gym owners who all have strengths in some different areas. Um, We decided to create a little mastermind. And once a week, we would meet and just kind of throw out ideas and challenge each other and then follow up with each other each week. And being around these other entrepreneurs, these other business owners... They own gyms, but everybody's got goals outside of that as well really kind of elevated me and challenged me to start holding myself accountable, to start reaching out to people who have ideas outside of ones that I might have and just using these people that are around me that everyone's trying to accomplish the same goal. And when you know that, then you stop being afraid to ask people for help, to ask people for input, to ask people for guidance. And you start to see the kind of the horizon just gets, it just opens
0: up, you know? I love it and I think that's a a great idea that people can take advantage of. It's simple. Hey, find two or three like-minded hard-working people, set up a even if it's a monthly phone call, you know, obviously ah. weekly be great, but I I've, I've seen that you do that. I've seen some of your posts about it and and I think everyone would benefit. Obviously, you're going to put people that are going to push you out of your comfort zone on that.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's a very important point. It's that you don't want a bunch of people just like you. You need people that are going to elevate the group. So you have to be particular about the. It's not like a, you know, a popularity party, but you need people with different skill sets. And normally what we would do is say, hey, we're going to meet. We would set up a Google Hangout. Everybody goes to the Google Hangout. You're going to come with the problem. Everyone's going to give you ideas. And what would end up happening is most times. I would get my problems solved before I even talk because everyone's dealing with the type, you know, the same type of things. Whether it's in fitness or another business, it's how can I service people? How can I, you know, get someone to mentor me? How can I, you know, get more efficient with my time? How can I get more effective with my, you know,
0: plans of my business? So, yeah, I think that that's a really great way to grow. Love it. Let Let's talk about another topic. You You are productive. You're hardworking. And I think for a lot of people, it starts with having some good habits. What does yeah. a typical morning look like for you? you know, and maybe you have days where you have to rush out of the house, whether it's the coach or take the dog out, et cetera. What does your ideal morning look like, and, and how does that set up your day for success?
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, so and just like you said, it's like if you can get these uh, – this is something that really fascinated me. And I listen to everyone from Tim Ferriss to Ty Lopez to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, you name it. And just just asking random people. You know what I mean? Like, and watching people like yourself on what are these people's routines. You know, how can I learn from them? So, a a typical day, we've got a coaching day and a non-coaching day. So, if I'm up for coaching, I might be up at 5 or 6 or I might, excuse me, 4 or 5. Or I might be up at uh, 5 or 6 for coaching either 5 a.m. class or coaching uh, 7 a.m. class. So... I'm normally gonna get up. I'm not gonna eat before I go. I'm gonna try to make sure that I make my bed. Now, something else that I do is I try to set the habit of keeping things in order as much as I can. So, as I'm taking things off or putting them away or moving things around, taking things out of my pockets, um, I try to keep things in a very particular order. It's almost you—you you could say it's almost like OCD. But my thought process behind it is this: if I keep things in order all as much as as much as I can. And it gives me a a sense that I'm in control of things and I'm not letting things get out of control. Um, So I'm trying to just, as I'm taking things off or putting them on or taking things out, I'm putting them up. I'm trying to keep things in order. I'm going to try to make my bed. Um, Some days I've gone away from having the coffee as much, and I'll actually coach without eating or having coffee. Um, Normally after I coach in the morning, I'm then going to go get something to eat, get some coffee. Um, And then I'm normally going to go, Take the dog. Um, one of one of something that's very very releasing for me every day. Um, a part of my routine. I don't. I might enjoy it more than him is taking my dog out on the longboard. It, now that now the reason is because that's a time for me to listen to podcasts and ebooks. So I'm gonna get about 35, 45 minutes to an hour of listening to other successful entrepreneurs talk about failures, talk about successes. I'm gonna listen to to books that are gonna. I mean anything from dog training to strength and conditioning and I try to balance between the two so I want to wake up make my bed keep things in order as I'm going I'm gonna eat first chance that I get I'm gonna take the dog out on the longboard I'm gonna get outside really enjoy the outdoors and take in some information
0: well that's a, obviously that's like a typical morning for me. that sounds like an idea I think you and I are similar we have the luxury of living in Florida so maybe right, you know yeah. what <laughs> even if you're in New York in the winter Get out there, even five minutes. It's great to enjoy that. And you and I are similar in the fact that making my bed is mandatory, it's a priority. When I started dating Roz, uh, you know, we didn't live near each other and and I told her, Hey, if we're gonna live together, we gotta make our bed every day and she was all for it, you know. I I watched that commencement speech, I forget who gave it the general or the admiral for from the navy he said something along the lines of, Hey, your day can get crazy, you never know what's gonna happen, but you know your bet is made. And I think it's yeah. you know, you come back home, you start your day with something organized, then you're you're ending your day with something organized. You're I yeah. You're you're out on that longboard. I love watching your Instagram. Your dog is fast and strong. When you're on the longboard, give me some I, I you do this all the time. You put you know, if you don't follow Marcus You know it's the Watts guy on Instagram and you're always putting new books up and it's probably where I get most of my book ideas to read from from you so what what are your you the list can go on but give people the must reads from your library
1: okay cool yeah so the must reads as far as books is gonna be number one tribes
0: by Seth Godin yes you told me that back when we first met I read that because you told me about it. I have bought, I, I have that book, but
1: I've bought it and gifted it and bought like five, six copies and given it to entire offices or teams or, you know, team members from different business projects countless times, but Tribes by Seth Godin will start a paradigm shift in your mindset, in your thought process, in how you do things. Um, next up is one that was actually recommended to me last summer, which is uh, the uh, Three Laws of Performance. That's a really, really great... I can't remember who writes it, but the Three Laws of Performance is um, another r- really, really good one. Um, I'm trying to think what my next one would be. I'm actually pulling up my Audible books right now,
0: because I cycle through so many. You, Yeah, I mean, you have so many. You're always putting... up. I'm always amazed you're ordering them on Amazon or from somewhere and you're posting how you you know your next sh- I'm like how does the dude have to, I mean you're. I think you and I are similar in the fact that we just need more time and if I had more time I would definitely spend it reading Oh yeah. and I'm always impressed yeah. by your ability to do that
1: so I thank you man thank you so I keep like a I, anytime I hear someone who <laughs> makes more money than me is more successful than me is, has control of some things in their life, some aspects of their life that I want to have. And they mention a book. I have a running list of about 200 books on Evernote. I'll actually give you that list. If you want, I can make that list public.
0: Yeah, that uh, would be I'll great. We'll, we'll include it in the show notes. That'd be perfect. Yeah, and
1: I just add it on to this. And then I just go on and later and on my Amazon, I put the books inside my uh, inside of, uh, of a list, and then I just order them whenever I can. But a couple of other books. If you're in business, one of the best books that I read in business, especially motivating you as an entrepreneur, is called The Startup of You by Reed Hoffman and uh, Ben Kiznacha. So these are the guys. This is the guy that started um, LinkedIn. And they're talking about everything from the, the city of Detroit to how Netflix started. I mean, it's it's, you know. The Death of the Automobile Industry. It's a really crazy book, and it's motivating you as an entrepreneur. I really So that one's called The Startup of You. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz is another one that I believe will cause a paradigm shift. Um, regardless of your religious beliefs, it's really talking about the understanding that you have with yourself and understanding that you control everything that happens to you. Now, when I say what happens to you, you can't control what people do to you, but you can control how you respond, and it's, it. such a great, it's such a great book, and it gives you a lot of clarity, and um, so yeah, that one's The Four Agreements, and then Getting Things Done is a book, I believe it's like 40 years old, it's been like remastered, um, it might be, I might be lying, it might be about 30 years old, but it's been redone, and that's really about organization and optimization. And if you're somebody like me, like you need those systems and having a structure of a system that someone can recommend for you. I mean, it's just everything from how to organize your office, how to create task lists, checklists, how to like, I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal. It helps you create filing systems. I just, it really was a huge jump. I didn't use everything from that book, but it gave me a system to start to formulate for myself that worked best for me, and that's the, that's something else I'll say, bro. Even though you're reading these books, you're, on, you're only going to take away what you need from them. I mean, some of these books I only I'll, I'll start in the middle of the book. I mean, um the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, like I, I read from beginning to end. But some of my other books, like I started in the, in the middle of the book, and this kind of goes along with some other some other stuff, you know, from other programs I've taken, but. If there's a book about accounting, and, I, and I'm good at one aspect of accounting, I only need to learn from the book, take from the book, if you will, what I don't, we know what I'm not as strong at. So sometimes I'll read like chapter 13, 14, and 15. I'll check it off the table of contents. Next time I pick up the book, I'm going to read chapters 1, 2, and 3 because not every book you have to read from front to back. So it, that allows me to read in so, across so many domains because I'm only taking
0: what I want from each book. You know what, I think that's a valuable point and probably something that can help me. A lot of people, we, we have a fear of starting something or doing... You know, I talk to Roz about this every day. I'm like, hey, let's uh, practice the piano. And for both of us, it's like, oh, man, that's going to take an hour. And it's like, hey, we can do five minutes. We don't need to sit here and practice for hours. And it's the same principle. Let's do... A little, a lot, versus a lot, a little. And the books are no different. Don't look at it as this is this daunting task of reading from cover to cover. Hey, pull out the part that works for you and and go with it. And if you haven't checked this out, which will lead to my next question, I was going to ask you about do you have any go-to apps for productivity or that help you, but one of my favorite apps is one I found called Blinkist. And if you've not heard of it, have you? it's basically – The cliff notes of a ton of these books. It's a subscription. I've heard of it, yeah. You know, I've told a lot of people because it's been kind of my cheat way of reading more books. It's, Uh you know, you can read it. You can I listen to it in the car. But each book gets basically summarized in fifteen to twenty minutes, and you're getting the main points. And that way, I can listen to it. If the book sounds like I need to learn more, then I go out and get that book. But there's there's some great books. So check it out. It's you know, I forget. I think I did the year of it, but you can probably do it monthly or yearly. It's a gr- it's a great app. What what are your go to apps for productivity? You mentioned Evernote. I'm a fan of that. You have any others that just help you improve your day?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've cycled through so many, um, but what I found, I mean, I for I I love to make lists of stuff. Um, so. I used to use, like, List was a great one. I've experimented with them all. Trello. Um, there's, you know, Google Keep. Um, but, you know, really for me, what it came down to was just making lists and then actionable items from my list. So when I – something else that I actually didn't mention this, and I apologize, every day I'll try to make a to-do list from that day. And that's actually something I took from Shalene Johnson and she's, um, if you don't know who she is, she's the one that created, like, the Beachbody Coach All right. program. Um, and she was just a stay-at-home mom, and then, obviously, she's taken it some amazing places. Um, but, I, you know, what I would find is that I was getting lost. I've got this app. It's still hidden in my phone, regardless if I set reminders or not. Um, so I like the tangible act of writing something physically, like, on a piece of paper. So, each day, once I get, like, a couple minutes free, I've, coached and now I've eaten you know or I've taken the dog to the park I've done my reading or my listening now I'm back home I'm sitting down and about to pop open some emails what do I need to accomplish for the day and I'm gonna make the task to try to be 10 minute tasks or or less and if they're more than 10 minutes I'm gonna break it up into two tasks and I'm just gonna try to accomplish whatever I can that day and if I didn't get to something I'll roll it to the next to the next day when I'm making my to-do list and it's a way of like all right If I can get these – and you know what? I'm addicted to it because when I check something off, whether it was in an app or it was on a piece of paper, I just get this little high, man, like knowing that, hey, I'm being productive. Like, like, you know what? The whole day might not go the way that I planned, right, just like we're talking. But I made my bed, and look, I can see that out of these five tasks I had or these 15 tasks, I got three checked off or I got five checked off. And you know what? Like, I set a goal. And I accomplished it, so you know
0: what? Let's just keep it moving tomorrow. I I love it. I I think that's really great. Everyone loves checking things off their to do list, no matter. So I I've put things on my to do list simply to check it off later on.
1: I do that too. I do that. Like I know it's gonna take like just a couple seconds, but I still do it. And when I look at this entire list, it's there's, there's it's just that it's just that neural response. It's like hey, like you get that endorphin rush, and it's like yes, like I'm. You know, it's a great feeling to know that I set a goal and I accomplished it. So, making those manageable goals for me, um, you know, I've gone away from the apps as much. I use like my reminders, you know, and things like that. Um, Asana is one that I do use for team managing projects. So, if now Asana and Basecamp are pretty close, I've used them both over the last four years, and I just really do feel like Asana has some amazing aspects, and you can try it for free. And it'll let you, you know, it lets you create projects and really manage them with team members and set tangible next you know next actions but you know for me it's just become i've kind of cycled back to just pen and paper i got a legal pad a yellow legal pad and i got a pen that feels good in my hand and when i make the task i make a little circle by it so i can put a huge x
0: and just X it out man yeah you know i've done some research lately that having a pen having some paper is is different mentally and i think that's something i've gotten away from i love not having stuff by me, but I think at the same time, you get a very different stimulus and, and, and mental awareness when you write it down yeah. like that.
1: Well, well, the problem that you, you know, the, the, the reason that we go to all these apps, Jason, is because we're on the go so much. Right. So it helps, right? But then what happens? It's still in your phone and it's in an app. You have to open your phone and then do it. Where if you're setting aside, I'm going to spend one hour going through tasks in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening or 30 minutes in the evening this pad stays in one place, it doesn't move, and if I'm leaving the house, I'll put them into my reminder list, but I know to go in there and check, it's not deep, it's, in, it's either it starts here, and then it rolls over to here, and then when I go back home, I cross reference them, but yeah, it's, you know, you end up with these apps, and then you're just, you're like buried in apps, on apps, on apps, and then while you're checking your app, somebody's texting you and then you leave the app and then you answer a text and then somebody calls you and then they tell you that there's an email and next thing you know you're like where you you haven't done anything on it so I'll actually put my my phone on airplane while I'm doing some of my tasks and writing on the list and I'm like all right you know what I'll do what I can today even though I have 20 tasks maybe some of these need to be set out for the next month and not the next day you know And,
0: and, know, and, and I think you're absolutely right I'm guilty of and I do my best I've Turned off most notifications on my phone. I try to check my email list, but it's hard We're, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm addicted to it. And if I think because we're entrepreneurs, it's a double edged sword. We sometimes use it as an excuse to be on it more, but there is yeah. some reality we need to, you know, I don't have a nine to five. Yeah,
1: you know, and that may to, yeah, that, you know, that leads to such a deeper topic too, because like I've. I, myself, I've had to get a lot a lot better at it because, you know, a lot of my social media is automated. You know, the post you'll see, you'll think that I just posted. I didn't. I preset that. You know, I have some other things that I use, like you use for your email. You know, somebody, you know, if you send Jason an email, you get, him, you get a response. And he's being very open that he checks his email twice a day, which is something that I do as well. But, you know, I've had it, you know, being an entrepreneur and you're the only person and nobody's going to work as hard as you. I've had to really find ways to be more organized, which is great because that's the topic that we're talking about. And Like, because it was affecting my relationships. You know, I mean, nobody cares about it the way that I do. So, I, so, I mean, you never want to stop. It's addicting. And when you say addicting, you're not addicted to doing it. You're addicted to the success. Like, you'll do anything it takes to be successful. But, you know, the older I got, the more, the more I realized that, hey, you know, If these relationships that I have with my family and my friends or, you know, a loved one, you know, mean something to me, then I've got to become better organized and I've got to, you know what I'm saying, get a lot better at automation and pre-planning, which is why we're talking about this right now. How can I create the systems? How can I create the daily processes so that I can enjoy more of my day and still know that I'm getting stuff done? You know, because, look, I want to be successful, but
0: I also want to, you know – I want to enjoy my life, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, we could obviously obviously turn this into an entire different topic if we go to (laughs) relationships, but, you know, to me, what was really eye-opening was being in a relationship with someone where they were now a priority. You you know, I've been, we've both been in many relationships in the past where we probably let business come first, and whether it was right, wrong, or a reflection on the relationship, we don't have to dive into that, but... The point is, I was like, man, if I don't do something with this, I don't get to spend time with her, which I enjoy. And business is always going to be a a priority in my life, but maybe no longer the number one priority. And the only way to do that, summing all of this up, is putting some systems in place. And I think the bigger picture is not just putting them in place, but actually using them. And you gave us – I love it because, you know, if everyone listening takes from Marcus – Hey, one thing, whether it's make your bed in the morning, here's a book that I read, you know, grab a piece of paper and, and make a list every day, that's a start. And like I said, something I've tried to two, two things and tell me what you think about them is done is better than perfect and do a lot a little. So those have been yeah. two things I've really been striving for, whether it's you know, people are like, Jay, it must take you forever to make those videos. I'm like, if they're not done in one take, it's going up anyway. You get one take Is done is better than perfect or even a podcast. I'm not going to edit this because it's good. People are going to tune in because they want to hear from you whether we edit it out and change this. It's all good. And do a lot, a little, whether it's going to jiu-jitsu, practicing an instrument, or eating a certain way. You don't have to go crazy. You just have to start.
1: Yeah, I agree because what you end up with, Jason – is paralysis by analysis, Love which it. we've all been a victim of. And you're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to Well, you know what? It's got to be perfect. No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. It just needs to be, just like you said, you just need to get it done. So I, I'd agree with you so much there. Just you'll get better at it over time. And the, the perfection of it, the perfecting of it will come. But the other thing I'll say is, yo, guys, don't beat yourself up because you don't accomplish a goal or you don't get a task done or you don't complete a checklist. Yo, you're going to have failures. Like, hey, it doesn't work out the way that you had planned it or, you know, those tasks don't get done or you don't get to read, you know, for 20 minutes before you go to bed every night like you set your goal to be or you got New Year's coming and your goal is to lose 30 pounds in two weeks, which is an unattainable goal, but you <laughs> we do it still. Hey, guys, don't beat yourself up. Regroup, make the new plan, and then get after it. Just deal with it and move on. You know, one of my favorite books, I, I almost forgot, Tuesdays with Maury.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't know that about you. That's literally yeah. my favorite book.
1: Yeah, Tuesdays with Maury is one of my favorite books. I, and I know we're getting close on time, but I'll, I'll tell the little basis of the story. You know, Maury was one of the strongest guys that you could think of. He was a professor of Mitch Albums um, at the university that, that he attended. And Maury came down with, I believe, Lou Gehrig's disease. And he's now a shell of the man that he used to be. So Mitch Album is there, and he's talking to him, and he says, um, you know, how do you do this every day? How do you, you know, you should be this strong guy that we knew, you you know, macho man, you know, men of men. I mean, now you can't even go to the bathroom by yourself. And then this is something that stuck with me my entire life since, since reading it. He said, you know, I wake up every day, and I cry, and I cry till I can't cry anymore, and then I move on. Like, that is such a powerful thing. Yo, you got to confront it, deal with it, and then keep it moving. Dude, you got to keep it moving. Set some new goals, and then you know what? Check three things off tomorrow instead of the 33 that you had set, and let's just keep moving every day. Let's get a little better.
0: I love it. I love it. and That's so great. that Because it's so funny he brought up Tuesdays with Maury. Literally, last night I was looking up some new books, and Mitch Albom, ever since reading that, became my favorite author. Yeah, and I, one said, of my I said, oh, let me just Google, see if he's got any new book out, and he happened to put out a new book last year that I didn't catch, and I, you know, was going to head over to the library and see if I can grab it, be- because Tuesdays with Maury, I don't remember how I found it, but years ago I did, and it became the book that I gave to a lot of people, like like yeah. you mentioned with Tribes, that was always one. I'm going to I'm gonna reread it, because it's probably been, you know, five years, it's a great book, and you know, I should do the same, yeah. Let's do it. And I want to, you know, you have to go, I have to go. Let's wrap it up on there. And this this show is all about, you know, being more effective. And I think 30 minutes is perfect. So we'll have you back on. I will see you this week. And I, and I always appreciate your time, Marcus. Jason, thank you
1: so much for having me. I love everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, man, can't
0: wait to can't wait for the next time. Send me those links. I'll put it in the show notes, and of course, check them out everywhere. I'll put those. I'll put those social media links up as well, because everything Marcus talks about, you'll see him posting about on on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything. So keep up the great work, Marcus, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Jason. Just wanted to give some love to my man Marcus one more time. Check him out, the Watts guy, whether it's on Instagram, Snapchat. Hook him up. Look him up on Facebook, Marcus Watts. Great dude. If you're ever in Southwest Florida, check out his box, CrossFit Astero. The dude knows what he's doing. He moves some serious weight. He's a phenomenal coach. He brings energy. If you want to have someone come to your box and share some experiences, Marcus Watts is the guy to do that. Give him some love. Reach out to him. Just tell him if he's touched you in an appropriate way. But if he hit a nerve, if he, if he did something great for you, you know what? Don't just sit back and assume he knows that. Hit him up. Give him a high five. Give him a bro hug. Give him a slap on the butt. But just reach out to him. He's a great dude, and I'm sure he'll appreciate it. He's like me. He wants to hear from each and every one of you. So reach out. It's been great having you guys once again. As always, I appreciate you hitting that download button for Take Eating Back. See you next week.